It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. We're the effective characters. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. Hello. My name is James. Oh, the opinions James. are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship today. We're sharing our experience with making recovery plans for the new year. In this episode 16 of the Defective Characters podcast, let's go. Oh, how's it going, guys? Happy New Year! Happy, Happy New Year! Happy what'd you guys? What'd you guys end up doing? I was in bed by nine o'clock. What? Yeah. I'm excited. We're in the roaring twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you can say that, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're gonna call it? Flapper girls. It's back in the. <laughs> Get out our bowler caps. Because back in the. Uh, Finally. Was that? Down. Wait, what movie was that? With um, you know what I'm talking Gatsby? about Leonardo. Di- yeah. Gatsby. Great yeah. Gatsby. Gatsby. Was that supposed yeah. to be the twenties? He was definitely an yeah, alcoholic. Yeah, that was like definitely. So that was like a, that was like a hundred years ago. Sure. <laughs> Right? I don't yes. know when the book was actually made, but it's a pretty old book. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's been a hundred years. Is he he's married, Leonardo, right now? No. No, he's, he's still a, not. He's not married. Man. He's doing a lot of good in the world though. Wait, he, he is? He's, he's living his best life, I think. I don't know. Do you see he's he shot a movie not that far from or what was that? A TV show in Winter Garden. He produced it. Uh, did you know about this? No, I didn't know. Yeah, Winter Garden's not that far from where we are. Maybe like a 25, 30-minute drive. Yeah. And there was a... Uh it was like one of those TV shows that could be made into like eight movies, but it's really a TV show because they're hour-long episodes. Yeah. I think HBO picked it up, and oh, it's nice. supposed to be about back in the day, like in the 50s. Oh. So I think he really likes like going back in time and, you yeah. know. Period pieces. Period pieces, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love period pieces too. Yeah, they, they take me out of reality. <laughs> well, I think we should go to the thrift store and try to celebrate the twenties, and maybe you know get some new attire. Dennis, Dennis has a bowler hat. I have a bowler hat and an old uh, umbrella, like the can hang handle umbrellas. Oh, like I've Mr. A, Peanut. What Mr. Yeah. Peanut would have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's got a top hat though. You yeah, guys are gonna dress up like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> I have a vintage brown suit too. Oh, okay. And I look wonderful in it. Yeah, I do. Oh, that, that's great. Well, now I guess that's that's those are our recovery plans. <laughs> and that was this episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Imagine we cut it that short. No, uh, in all seriousness, uh, so the the new year was good. You guys fell asleep way too early. Oh no, um, it was wonderful. No, I was I was working actually at a bar. It yeah. Was, it was quite pleasant. Yeah, was there anybody that uh was too much? No, I mean, there's one guy that's there every night and he's always too much, but we just make sure he gets home safely. Yeah. Well, that's kind of it. So, well, let's start this up. I want to pose a question, Dennis, since you're usually good at riffing, I want to start with you first. Okay. Uh the recovery plans for the new year. The new year. Okay. Okay. You have now had how many uh, New Year's in sobriety? This is your third you're coming this will into? Be, yes, my third New Year's in sobriety. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, be honest, I don't have any plans. Like you, I remember you brought up this topic. It was like this would be a good topic, and I'm like, but I have no idea. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's make it. Let's talk it right through. Well, yeah, yeah. I think in all actuality, is is you know, it's like I got to continue doing what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I came into the program for my first New Year's, my second year, or whatever, and now going on in my third year. Um, if I want to keep what I've gotten, I, I continue to do what I've been doing this whole time, you know. So early on, I started like going to meetings, you know, I got my sponsor, I worked the steps and I started working with other people and doing service and stuff. And so that's kind of what I plan on doing this next year is to continue putting it first and doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I still will maintain contact with with people in sobriety and the rooms and stuff who are actually now my friends and um, I'll continue to go to meetings I'll continue to do service work whenever it pops up and I'll continue to to the best of my ability to be open and talk through things because I know this new year is going to have problems that pop up and issues and things and just life is going to continue to happen so I got to remember that like just because I'm going on to my third year, life's not going to be magically perfect. But now I have the tools and the support system and the people around me to make it through this next year like I did this past year. So I think that's my biggest plan is to continue doing what I've been doing. You know? And I mean, well, you did add in things in the past year to your program that you probably didn't even know last year at this time there were going to be anything like this podcast. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, was this even on the radar a year ago? No, not not at all i no i think six months ago or or more i probably wouldn't have even thought i would be doing this you know Mm -hmm. so how is that how has that changed in the last six months um one i i i think i love doing it i like hanging out with you guys and and discussing this thing i think it's a it's just another meeting to me almost that i've added you know like when we talk about topics or have speakers on to share our story or their story and stuff it's it's almost like a more intimate meeting you know what i'm saying because we do talk about topics like this you know Mm -hmm. i've never thought about my plans for this next year and stuff but because of this podcast it's made me think about it and i think that's that's valuable so i'm not sure what we'll add this next year you know maybe we'll do a television show Ooh, ooh! I don't know. We're gonna have to look at the traditions again. Well, Dennis doesn't so we, have the face for mask. television. Well, that's true. <laughs> but they have they have the mass singer, right? So we can do the mass sharer. Oh, we all the, just wear masks. We can be the masked alcoholic. Yeah. And then usually the, we wore masks before, yeah. and then we got honest, but and ma- now we're putting the mask back on. But we're gonna do literal masks. Okay. And open up our hearts. I was you, only kidding about Dennis. Actually, starred in his own short no, film. No, that's. That's wrong. Wrong show. You don't. I wasn't gonna say the title. I'll leave that to you. Uh, He's turning red. Same. I am. Same question to you, James. As far as recovery plans, uh, what are they? And uh, even have you done recovery plans? Because you guys came in about the same time this last run. So this would have been right your third New Year's Correct. celebrating. Yes. Um, do, have you made them in the past? Um, every year for the past uh, couple of years has been um, a little bit 
uh, I wouldn't say challenging, but I've, I've definitely grown a lot more. And um, I don't make plans for the whole year. What um, I do is um, I meet with my wife, who you guys know, and we have yeah, um, tea. tea. Tea, yeah. We um, she had a lovely episode. We actually have um, a business meeting, um, and uh, we have a marriage meeting and a business slash financial meeting at least once a month, where we go over our plans. And we've been doing that for two years now. Now I'm in charge of that. I'm in charge of scheduling that and making sure it happens. And uh, that's been very beneficial to us. So I'm, I'm not going to change that. Sometimes I, I miss it and um, I'll have to catch up. But um, f- that, that way we, we know where we're at um, financially. Um, our goal right now is to uh, pay off all our debt and to be completely debt free. So we're working on that. Um, we've taken some courses for that. Um, I will continue to go to a meeting every single day. Um, which I have done for two and a half years. Um, my wife likes to tell me that that's not true. You're lying, James, because I have missed a few days. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's true, James. It's a noticeable lapse. We were going to talk about that. Yeah. So, um, what, what's cool is like I was at the the morning meeting uh, this morning actually, and I had a gentleman came up to me, and uh, he's like, "Hey, how you doing? I was here last year. You were here, you know." And if, and I, I did recognize him, and he was, um, he, he knew that I was going to be here. He said, yeah, I knew you'd be here, you and your wife. And it was just cool. And he was like, oh, well, I hope you have a good time. And, you know, I thought that was pretty remarkable because when I go to meetings every morning, as much as I can, mm-hmm. I do, um, <clears throat> that's my main recovery is meetings and then helping the next alcoholic. Yeah. I want to touch on, like, you mentioned, like, the gentleman this morning, like, recognized you from there, from being there a year ago. A year ago, yeah. And I think it's one thing that I noticed as well through, like, the few years I've been here. Like, we're lucky enough or blessed enough to, like, be in a meeting where we get a lot of snowbirds that come down and we get a lot of visitors and stuff. And we'll get people. Will you explain what a snowbird is? Snowbird is someone that comes down to the nice, sunny, warm Florida because it's too cold up there. Elsa is like pissed off, like making it snow everywhere. Mm, that was a frozen reference. That yeah, was a frozen, frozen reference. Frozen too, as well. Just yeah, let she, it go, Dennis. She's let in let both. <laughs> I love that movie. We um, know. <laughs> but, uh, but it, it is nice that, that like we get people from all over the world that come and they recognize us and it's like mm. they they tell us how they appreciate that we're here they like the familiar faces and stuff like that yeah and I, I think that's a really cool thing that you mentioned well si- since you guys obviously didn't make any recovery plans it's you're both just gonna keep doing exactly what you're doing Damn I, straight <laughs> since I came up with the topic I will tell you what I'm doing and if this is something you would like you can go for it I think you guys are better at uh, this than I am, so maybe that's uh, where I feel like I need to get better. We at. just have better sponsors. Yeah, every we have the same you sponsors. Have the same sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna make more of an effort of if there is somebody that I don't recognize to go up and introduce myself, even uh, if even if I have something I seen do. them before. Because like you, you never goals. know. Yeah, like you talked about snowbirds. But the thing that's tricky is we don't know if people are on vacation. 
and they're here for two days, if they're here for the next six months, or if they actually live here and it's early in their process Mm -hmm. until you actually extend a hand. So step 12, I definitely, I I feel like the, uh, you know, service, I'm fine with the service portion, um, but actually uh, reaching out to another uh, alcoholic with a hand of AA that's always supposed to be there, I think I I could uh, could better that because I know that's just going to get me out of myself, which is the best possible thing. Early in sobriety, my first sponsor told me, uh, which a lot of sponsors, not all of them, but a lot of them will say, you know, take down numbers and call people every single day. You call in. Um, I had gotten away from that, um, but. I don't know, around the holidays, like last month, uh, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I made an effort of actually calling some people that I hadn't uh, talked to and seen in a while, because the first week I went to meetings, uh, when I first got sober, I actually have the meetings list of where their meetings are around the area, and a list of numbers of all the guys that were in that meeting because they would hand around the pamphlet and have all the guys put their names and numbers. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, you know, not three a day, but I was making an effort of three a week anyway of connecting, reaching out with a, you know, nowadays a text and saying, hey, you know, uh, I'm Mike. I don't know if you remember uh, we went to a lot of meetings together. I moved down to Florida. Just, uh, you know, hope everything's going good for the holidays. Want to know if you want to catch up. And I've been able to actually have those conversations, you know. And without, I think, that initial suggestion of doing it, I wouldn't have an opportunity, you know, to actually, I guess, experience that, you know. And to, to jump in like that. I just made <clears throat> a recovery plan for the next year. Oh, you did? Yes. Well, there's um, maybe two or three people that I haven't made amends to. And it's, I've heard in one of the easiest amends, and that's a financial amends. What I wanted to do was wait until I had all the money and then make it all at once. But what I think I'll do is because it keeps coming up in my dreams and just thoughts is contact them apologize and tell them that you know I was sick and you know just see if I can just make a payment of 50 bucks a week until it's paid off but quit putting it on the back burner and just get it done I think that'll you know help me clean my side of the street so that's something I can definitely do this year that's good Dennis did anything anything come to mind no it's it's okay we we can we can circle back around to it if you still I like I like uh the, your your idea of, of remembering to reach out to people, you know, because we don't know, like, if they're new or anything like that. So any and, new ideas? Any new ones? <laughs> no. Just give it our time. Jeez. I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't have a new thought in my mind. Oh, how, no. about, how about this, okay? So out of the, the 12 steps, obviously, you know, one is the only one that we need to make sure that we do 100%. The rest of it we do to the best of our abilities. Which, which of the other 11 um, would you say you're weakest on and um, making a commitment to yourself to try to work on it? Mm. 
He is a defective I, character. I do everything flawless. Ooh, I don't have look at you. any of them. His nose um, just grew two feet. <laughs> I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy now. That's um, a Pinocchio reference. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> yeah, like, um, oh, I don't know. I think... Um, Shoot, I I don't uh man, I don't know. I think I you're, I'm stumped. I'm literally speechless right now. But I I think I tried. Pinocchio to do was made out of a stump. Best of oh, <laughs> was he? <laughs> it was made of wood, I guess, right? I think I do all of them pretty well. Um, I think all of them I could like, you know, improve on. You know, even like step three, surrender. Like I still have like in moments of anxiety or moments of like thinking too much about the future and insecurities mm-hmm. is, is to surrender and be more of a constant state of surrender. But I think that's something that you constantly have to work on. Um, I think more of a, like a routine, like on step 10 or something where, uh, we go back and look at our day. I don't do that every night in like my nightly routine and stuff i usually try to be conscious of it throughout the day mm-hmm. so um maybe have more of a routine where i make a purpose to look back on it um but i i don't i don't know i saw individual steps i think probably i could focus more on being in the surrender and then service is always a good thing. Always be open to service. If I can provide more service throughout this year than I did last year, then that's a major success. You know? mm-hmm. James, which one? Which one step? Oh, step so one, two, three. Hmm. Definitely, I like what Dennis said about surrendering. Ah, <laughs> no new thoughts. You can't well, think no. of the new. <laughs> My ego. Hey, give him a break, Dennis. <laughs> no, because that's what it is. It's um, my ego is always trying to take back control, and um, you know, they say that ego is easing God out. So my best defense against that is to being in constant contact with my higher power, which is praying all the time and getting out of yourself and doing service work. So Dennis was right on the money with that, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, my character defects are I'm I'm still a little lazy sometimes. Um, I can be, um, you know, just stuck in my own head and, and not doing the next right thing. Um, so I need to let go and let God and take, just take control of my life. And that means giving go, control to God. So definitely uh, some good stuff in there. Thanks, Dennis. That was awfully. Nice. It was a hard pat. Right. There was a lot to that. I'm surprised you didn't cough up a lung. That was loaded. Yeah, that's that's rough. I I would say as far as the um, the steps go, like I can tell when um, it was just a couple of days ago. I was so irritable and agitated over the little littlest thing, and I used to have a real problem articulating that uh, to my loved ones, specifically my wife, that. I was getting irritated and, you know, would be like, oh, I'm so agitated with this. And then for a while she would say, oh, what, do you want a drink? And now she doesn't say that anymore, you know, because that's not, that's, that's not, that's not my solution today. You know, now she's like, well, why do you feel like that? And, and 
I say, you know, I don't know why I do. I'm obviously not turning it over enough, you know, and I'm trying to take back uh, control that I should never have. You know, like how somebody else is going to react to something or how they uh, run their life is never something that I should concern myself with because I can't change that, you know. And um, Well, you know why you get irritated, right? Why is that? You're irritable. Oh, is that it? Mm-hmm. That was that a joke? I think there's <laughs> is, that, is that a pun? Like, there's it didn't a... work. <laughs> Keep coming back, James. Keep coming back. <laughs> you, you, you guys, there is eggnog in the fridge, uh-huh. left over from Christmas. If you want some, oh yeah, you know. yeah. it's stomach ache season. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. So as far as these recovery plans, I'm excited to uh, kind of see you implement them. Specifically, you, Dennis, because I don't have much belief that you'll be able to achieve it. Uh, you know? uh, I'm a very introverted, like, so going no. up to people and, like, well, introducing myself. It, do you want to do the, bud, the buddy system? All right. What would so that if, entail? So if I'm with somebody new, okay, okay, and I will say, hey, have you met Dennis? And you do the same thing. So let's hold ourselves accountable. Yeah, let's do that. that. Let's goes. shake on that. Okay. Ooh, for that the record, let yeah. know that we are There's shaking hands. There's a lot of spit in my hand right now. <laughs> James. I'm going to let you know. Yeah, James spit in our hands. Um, so I guess that checks off the, the steps. How are you guys with praying? Any new prayers that you want to, you know, uh, to put into your program in the new year? You feel um, pretty good about that. I'd like to pray more. Yeah. So I will. Yeah, I mean, I I think like my prayer game is average. <laughs> it, leaves a, it leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> uh, I don't. Know, I pray every day, like in the morning and night and whatever. So I think um, I think my prayers recently probably have gotten more routine, where mm-hmm. I say the same thing over. So. It might be a good idea to be more open with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Be more what I'm going through at the moment in, in whatever rather than repeating the same ritual every day. So that might that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, used to stop pretty much everything I was doing and reset my day when I would feel agitated and... Uh, now I feel like I, I don't have to uh, as much, but uh, early in sobriety, I would even go to the lengths of, it wouldn't be noticeable for anybody else, but I would go to the bathroom that was next to my office, and it was a bathroom where it was only one person at a time that could go in there, and even though it was the bathroom, I would get down on my knees and pray for whatever thing that was bothering me um, to be handled whatever way it was supposed to. And for me just to continue doing the actions, even if it's something that I didn't want. I feel like early in sobriety, there's so much stuff that I didn't want to do. Um, And for the most part, I'm grateful that it was never something in sobriety that I didn't want to do. You know, outside of maybe making an amends to somebody that that's an uncomfortable situation, which is why my sponsor always said before you make an amends, you know, First of all, pray and also let me know that you're doing it um, so that way I can pray and put you in my prayers in the morning of the day that you're going to do it because I do think there is uh, more power to that. And I know it got him out of himself. 
you know. Um, you know, I guess I would also like to add in the new year, maybe one of those uh, newcomers or people that I extend my hand to, you know, I could uh, give a little nugget of wisdom to because my sponsee game hasn't been great. I've been trying, but again, it has nothing to do with me. So if someone in the rooms doesn't want what I have, you know, and it's not supposed to work together, then so be it. You know, um, I just, I guess I have to accept that because I feel like uh, I've even said to my sponsor, like, ah, you know, like my sponsees, they don't want to, you know, call me or, or do any, you know, step work. They'll blow off meetings. And he says, well, did you drink over it? And I said, no. He said, okay, well, then it worked. You can't yeah. do anything else, Brian. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I've been working on it. That was a good you know? expression. That was yeah. good. That was good. My favorite thing. I, I I love my sponsor very much, wholeheartedly. Um, you know, we play j- jokes with each other, and I impersonate him. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's out of the the fact that he he will be juggling as many things as possible, have his kids, be running around from thing <clears> to thing. And I would say nine or nine and a half times out of ten, he will he will pick up the phone, even if he knows that he's just an ear. Every time, and yeah. it's like Almost. it's it's really it's really great, you know. And that's not every situation, but I'm glad that you know that's what I have. So I'm glad you brought up the um, the sponsee thing, yeah. Because right here in celebration, we are in a <clears throat> our meeting is is one of a kind, and it's truly remarkable, and we get. New people there every single day, but most of the new people are on vacation. And when you're on vacation and you go to a meeting, you've got a, a certain level of sobriety for the most part. So what I'm saying is we don't get a lot of newcomers in there, so we don't often get the chance to sponsor new people unless we drive to a different town and go to newcomer meetings, which is possible. But I think because of that, we're doing what we're doing now where we get together once a week and we do a podcast so we can help as many people as possible because we we like to be able there. We like to be the helping hand of AA. But I, I think it's also important to know that, like, the only way of helping people is not sponsorship. You know, that's not the only way that you can help people. When newcomers come in, a lot of times they you have this, or at least I did, you have this overwhelming feeling of being alone and not having friends a lot of times we've isolated from people we've lost our friends and family is at an arm's distance length and no one understands us so even just being a friend to someone like like mike you mentioned that like reaching out your hand to a newcomer and stuff doing acts like that going to coffee with someone going to disney world with someone or a movie just hanging out and being their friend just as important as sponsorships if someone else could like sponsor them and and walk them through the steps and stuff like that but they all need fellowship you know and i think being available to newcomers and even old timers even is uh is a good way to help people you know to do good for them i guess i don't know I remember when me and you were just friends. You were like the only person I really knew. And you kept saying, like, I'm going to go over to Mike. So I was like, well, who's Mike? You're like, well, he's my sponsor. I was like, you hang out with your sponsor? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and so. Like every day. <laughs> and then I, because my sponsor, you know, he's busy. He's got his family and stuff. So 
We would do the steps. We would actually do the steps of his car driving around. And he's like, okay, I got to go. But it doesn't matter. It got done, and I, I, to the best of my ability. But uh, I remember you're like, well, why don't you come over? And then, and that's when we started our fellowship, and it grew and grew and grew. Now we have 12. 12, yeah. <laughs> 12 people in our, in our herd. Is that what it is? I don't know. I just I made know. that up. <laughs> 12 steps, 12 Oh, I get you. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting. It's like in the promises, I think it is, or, or in part of one of the pieces in the book where it talks about this fellowship will slowly grow up around it's us. It's true. It's true. And, it, and it's kind of true. Like when you, we first started hanging out, we would hang out and then we'd hang out with like my sponsor, Mike, and our other friend, Jarrett, and stuff. And then over the years, it's like we have more friends than we could juggle on mm-hmm. a single day. You know what I'm saying? And like the fellowship does grow and it just keeps growing. And that's from people reaching out their hands and us reaching out our hands to them. Yeah. Um, this falls into the, the new year and recovery based. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know um, James and my sponsor, his sobriety date is January 1st was yesterday. Yeah. Um, if, if people are listening to this right now and it's the season of New Year's resolutions, what would you say uh, to them if they're struggling right now as far as making their New Year's resolution a life resolution? Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, I think we're like we're day past New Year's now. But like I know early on, like, when I was trying to quit before I ever came into the rooms, I would always procrastinate that, you know what I'm saying? Where like, oh, I'll get sober. I can't get sober now. I can't quit now. I can't go ask for help now because, you know, oh, I got a New Year's party coming up or I got my birthday in six months or I got this and I got that and I would always push it off. Um, The reality of it is, is that just prolongs the suffering. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's like if you're, struggling now and you're in pain now and you're thinking about reaching out for help go ahead and do it because that's going to make all those milestones that you're procrastinating to that much better you know you don't there's nothing that says that you have to drink on saint patty's day there's nothing that says you have to go celebrate this work milestone with alcohol you know what i'm saying you can you know take the step now reach out now do it now and the sooner the you know the pain and the suffering will subside and you can go on enjoying those moments rather than just drinking them away very good dennis don't quit before the miracle happens Ooh. so is that you in the opening no oh, you got me you got me <laughs> so that's pretty cool it. you sound so angry when you don't. said that no i was it was passion it was passion it was, passion. It was definitely passion yeah, it you was know. the passion of the james as um <laughs> You know, someone who's new, definitely, you know, find a group that you like, um, start hanging out with people, um, keep coming back, and, you know, try to get a sponsor as soon as possible, and start working these steps. And um, you might not know what they all mean. The the big book might seem, you know, like a foreign language. It's a big book. Yeah. It's blue. You know, but just keep at it, you know, and then, you know, if you feel like drinking, call someone. Um, My experience was when I was doing the fifth step, I would always omit, you know, that one thing that I was going to take to my grave. 
when I finally got that out, that was when I felt true freedom, you know. And then my sponsor was like, that's it. That's, that's what you were so scared about. And when you um, can find someone you trust and you get rid of all that crap that you've been drinking over, uh, it's really life-changing. And then you just start to become a, a better person. Um, but you, you definitely have to get all that stuff out that's holding you down. So, too, I, I think the thing that was most daunting um, for me early in sobriety was the suggestion of doing a 90 and 90 and thinking that every single day I'm going to have to carve out 60 plus minutes to drive to a location and hang out with people that I don't know. No. Because, I mean, I don't even like hanging out with the same people every day. This is early on. Like, I wouldn't like hanging out with people anyway because I would isolate. Yeah. You know? So how do you, and, and Dennis, maybe you can speak on this because I know, speaking of anxiety and the, um, you know, agoraphobia, like what's the biggest uh, tip that you can give them? Well, I, I think the... Because every the, you did a ninety and ninety pretty much from the start. Yeah, and I still do a ninety and ninety. Right. I, I get over ninety meetings a day. Uh, to me, I think it was like I was so ninety minutes and ninety days, right? Ninety, yeah. Ninety meetings is, a day is a lot. Oh well, damn ass. it's not I even possible. I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> I do two meetings at one time. He's got his my yeah. bad. It's a lot. It's a lot uh, of meetings. But I, I think like, for me, I was like so desperate. You know, I didn't have any hope or anything when I came into the rooms and I was in so much pain and then going to my first meeting I got my first like glimpse of hope again right so I wanted to do it so I continued to go um, but what I found is like early on obviously I was nervous on the verge of a panic attack and felt awkward every time you know I wouldn't share I wouldn't raise my hand I didn't even pick up chips for a couple of months because like I that's the state of mind I was in but there, there is a little bit of a magic or a miracle in the 90 and 90. Because if you commit to that and you do it every day, by the end of that 90 days, you're going to know people. You're going to have people's numbers. You're going to have conversations with people, whether about recovery or just about what movie you saw last week or something. And that gets you comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And the more you go the more comfortable it becomes. So the next thing you know is like, I can go into a meeting now and like a newcomer comes in or someone visiting or whatever, and they shake my hand or talk to me. I don't feel like having a panic attack. You know what I'm saying? It feels like home. I'm comfortable in those rooms, you know? Awesome. Now, do you want to put a bow on this, guys? I've seen the rise of Skywalker 18 times. That's that's what there's is that? a there's a program for that. Yeah. Y you know. That's a that's a lot. You know. Yeah, what do you think of the movie? What was your favorite part? It's amazing. What was your favorite part of it? When the good guys won. Oh, oh that is, that is the, the best spoiler. Part. You can't just Oh no. <laughs> you know, it's it's been several months now that that the new Star Wars show Mandalorian has come out. We haven't mentioned Baby Yoda once on that's this true. podcast. That's true. And I, I think it's very important that we at least acknowledge that Baby the, Yoda exists in this world. It does exist. And so they got stuffed okay. animal characters in April, I think, they're being released. Yep. So that's only a couple months away at this point. Oh, it's so wonderful. So it's pretty good. Well, I hope the uh, the new year treats you guys well. 
Remember, it's just one day at a time. That's it's very important. I, I love Baby Yoda. Yeah. Hey, want you want you think too. of a slogan, Dennis? Think of a slogan here, okay? We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 17 with an effective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, we can bring you in dead or we can bring you in alive. That's not that's, that's not, not, a, that's not no, a good one. No, you have nothing better? No. Uh, there is no try, only do. Okay, uh, we'll, no. do, we'll do that. That's a heck of a lot <laughs> better than what James better. just said. We I, I said it wrong anyway. We'll see he says I can either bring you in hot or I can bring you in cold. What is this? Uh, what the is Mandalorian. Oh, the I, bounty I, is a bounty. I think hunter. we go yeah. with the classic. Keep coming back. Keep coming back, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> you Thanks, are. guys. Happy New Year. That was a little dark. <laughs>